I am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient or adult use person and you would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at I see Sativa podcast. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, as well as doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do that by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa Podcast. You could support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we even have a $5 tier and a $10 tier if you're feeling extra generous. By supporting us on Patreon, it helps to sustain the podcast and helps us to grow. And you, And in addition, you get bonus content. So you get live streams that I do at even the $1 tier. You get early release episodes even at the $1 tier. Um, You also get um, exclusive episodes that um, the general public won't get. So you can support us for as little as $1 a day. And any little bit helps. And we would really appreciate any support you can give the project. And without further ado, here's the episode. So yes, I used the um, another Patrice O'Neill um, uh, laughter clip. Um, Patrice O'Neill is one of my favorite comedians ever. Um, he's a huge influence into me getting into radio and into podcasting. He's a huge influence on 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 comedy, on my comedic taste and whatnot. And um, so yeah, I, I, I try to pay homage to him whenever possible. I mean, no, if there was no Patrice, there'd be no, there'd be no, I am cannabis sativa podcast. If I'm being quite honest with you, I feel like it has gone a lot of our, a lot of like the podcast generation. And I'm, I'm using this, I'm using the, the term podcast generation very loosely. Cause I mean, this encompasses like anyone who's like, I don't know, 16 to someone who's 
60 something or whatever like anyone who remembers the advent of like the podcasts and like the early to mid aughts to and then went and started their own sometime this decade that's who i'm talking about when i say podcast generation but I would say that he is very influential in getting us to want to do these things. And um, so I, f I saw this story that was just so funny. I was laughing for like a good minute. I saw it on Instagram. I saw it from the um, folks, the um, Blacklist XYZ on Instagram. It's so funny. I don't think I'm going to, I don't even think I'm going to do commentary through the story because like, I mean, the story just explains itself. So this is from Mary Jane and, um, the, it, it was written by Zach Harris and, um, the, the article is titled two former cops started a weed company, then police arrest them. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, it's like the it's like the two Spider-Man memes. Like that meme where there's like like two Spider-Mans. Like one is like the real one, one's the fake one, and then they're both pointing at each other, being like, Hey, you're the phony, and it's just like oh, man. Like these these jokes just write themselves. It's like an onion article. You know, these same cops that got their overtime and then made lots of money you know, to, to, to made lots of money off profiling black and brown people, planning drugs, or just arresting them for small amounts of weed. These same cops that did this are starting to, are, are, are now profiting again. They're double dipping. They're profiting again off cannabis. The first time they were busting, they were busting predominantly black and brown people. Now the second time, now they're trying to make money off everybody from weed. It's like it's like a double grift. But then karma bites them in the butt. So, let's read the article. <laughs> Rick Barry and Brian Clemen, two former cops turned licensed cannabis distributors, knew what they were in for when California Highway Patrol pulled them over late last year. The duo had finished a day of legal weed deliveries, ended up turning over more than $250,000 in cash and the firearms they were transporting. Nearly a year of legal battles later, the pair, the pair has successfully reclaimed all their cash from the feds, which essentially sets a new standard for the return of seized funds from state legal marijuana sales. In your face, pigs. According to the Sacramento Bee, once the current CHIP or CHP officers took California, what, what does CHP, California Highway Patrol, okay. Once the current California Highway Patrol officers took custody of Barry and Cle Clemens' legal weed cash, the agency transferred the money to the federal officials of the Department of Customs and Border Protection, CBP. CHP assumed that the federal government would withhold the federally enlisted money forever. But after the ex-cop ex ganjapreneurs sued the state of California to challenge their arrest, 
they discover the the CBP officers never filed the required forfeiture paperwork, necessitating a full refund. Ugh. So these cops got off easy again. CHP b believed mistakenly that tur by turning the the legally derive funds over to the federal authorities they can just put the money out of the legal reach and hobble california's emerging cannabis industry said matt cumin barry clemens attorney in the written statement this case underscores the, that chp's efforts to shore up a failed and widely revived drug policy is coming to an end Barry and Clement started their cannabis delivery company, Wild Rivers Transport. If I lived, if I lived in California, I would, I, I would advise against using their services. These were former cops that were making money off putting black and brown people and everyone else in jail for cannabis. Then now they're trying to make money a second time off it. If you live in California, do not give Wild River Transports any of your cash. Period. In the wake of legalization, both had retired from longtime CHP gigs. With plenty of experience on California highways, the pair was able to successfully transfer their previous job skills into a Golden State Green Rush. And in the case of their state lawsuit and confiscation reversal, they will be remembered for setting new precedents for legal cannabis as a whole. The case highlights what every licensed medical operator in, the, in any state that allows medical cannabis must know, that they can now successfully challenge any federal forfeiture involving cash or medical cannabis seized by or turned over to federal authorities, Cuman said. Barry and Clement are still facing misdemeanor charges stemming from the possession of loaded concealed firearms at the faithful 2018 traffic stop, but the $257,733 in cash was taken over from their business has officially been returned. Oh man, so these cops still got off easy, but I mean, the, the silver lining is in this is that we, is that average citizens now, like, um, average citizens, like this article said, can now successfully challenge any federal forfeiture involving cash or medical cannabis seized by or turned over to federal authorities. So this sets a precedent. So even though these former cops got to have their business and, and you know, um, yeah, they got their stuff seized, but then they got their cash returned back. Um, I mean, they're still facing misdemeanor gun charges, but they're probably gonna, but those are probably going to get walked back. But the fact that cops got stopped and then they got their stuff seized and then they, 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 these same people felt an ounce of dread that, that they inflicted upon the black and brown people that just freshly got out of jail now that California legalized it. You know, they just had to feel that dread for all of all of what one year or so, whereas these people got to got to rot in jail for 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 five, ten, twenty, thirty years, off off a flipping plant, off a plant that cures medical ailments.
this is again we're gonna look at putting people in jail for cannabis black brown whatever we're gonna look at it as like putting we're gonna look at it like the racist war and drugs it was one two and we're gonna look at it as putting people in jail for for insulin and putting people in jail for believing that the earth revolves around the sun that's what we're gonna see it as in 50 years you know, when I'm old and gray and, you know, Grandpa Sativa or great-grandpa Sativa, probably Grandpa Sativa. Pro you know what? Probably not Grandpa Sativa. I don't know if I'm going to have children. But if I do or whatever and I'm like a grandparent at 80-something, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, I'm going to be telling that to them that, you know, we used to lock people up for cannabis. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting in the weeds of things. Um, that's, that's all I want to sort of talk about. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out.